Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Free My Thinkers. Racism, no matter who it comes from or whom it is aimed at, is unacceptable. This past weekend, there was a horrific race-based shooting in Jacksonville, Florida. When I say a horrific race-based shooting, I mean a man of one race went out with the intent to kill another race based solely on they weren't his race. At its core, racism is taught. Racism is learned. And when it is learned, it is often learned by a misunderstanding and a poor life experience. People feel some kind of way because of a bad situation they had with a member of a particular race then they may read something that they misinterpret or is blatantly insightful towards hating a particular race. And that is how it is learned. That is how it is taught. That is how it is spread. You are not born a racist. Yet, what happened in Florida is the worst case scenario, the worst outcome of unchecked, and uninterrupted racist thoughts. There has been a lot said since then, and the route I am going to take, I'm, uh, some of you, especially those that hate listen to me, may be expecting me to do a whataboutism, as it is called. Now, in case you don't know what aboutism is, it's when someone is presented a situation and their retort is... What about this? What about that? It's something I've been accused of. It's something that other people use. But I'm not going to do whataboutism. I, I don't do whataboutism in any way to deflect from a legitimate argument at all. I use it to draw parallels. But this is such an egregious act. There is no need for whataboutism because there is nothing that I would insult the families of those victims with comparing it to. What I do hate, what I am going to address, is what I have spoken on many times. And it is the politicizing of a tragedy. How something like this is being politicized. How in a moment when communities should come together, the powers that be are using it to drive us further apart. This isn't a time to point fingers. The only person responsible is the man to pull the trigger. This isn't a time to assign political blame because we are all people. We are all humans. But the powers that be would rather do otherwise. They would rather focus on who was targeted and by whom. That's their focus. Their focus isn't on healing, which it should be. Their focus isn't on the root cause, just the symptoms. And that is what I am going to address I am going to attack the powers that be here and show how bias those that claim that the other side is evil, how they use tragedy for their own gains. You see, this white man drove to a black part of town, killed three black people.
before killing himself. Video footage shows that he made a couple of other stops before then. Some investigators suggest that he was looking for a soft target, something with maximum damage, less retaliation. But the politics in it, they are pointing towards Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida and blaming him and his policies for it. They say that if the law wasn't passed for permitless carry, this could have been avoided. I get it. You're hurting. A community is hurting. And when you hurt, you lash out. When things like this happen, you look for someone to blame. You look for sense out of the senseless. So you find something and you latch on to it. I get it. I've been there. But time brings experience. And the combination of those two gives you wisdom. And when the emotion settles and you can start thinking clearer, when you have stopped letting emotion overrule logic, you will see that permitless carry had nothing to do with this. I say that because permitless carry is just a law. A law is nothing but words on paper, ink to parchment, or in modern terms, characters on a document. You see, if that's all it took to stop people from committing heinous crimes, then we would be a crime-free country. People that scream more laws and more restrictions are those who do not know about or understand the laws and restrictions that are already in place. There was a shooting here in Dallas not too long ago. A man went to a hospital, killed people. I don't think people understand that hospitals have a no-carry law. I'm not sure if it's a federal law, but I know it's a state law here in Texas. You are not allowed to bring firearms into hospitals. Words on paper. Do you think that stopped that man from walking into a hospital killing? No. And that is very much my point. The words on paper affect the good guys, the good people. People with bad intentions that have set their mind to do harm don't give a damn about the law. They don't give a sh about words on paper. Their only intent is to cause harm, create chaos. That law, permitless carry, or it's called here in Texas constitutional carry, has very little to do with that man's mindset. The investigation isn't done yet. That man may have had a permit to carry. Does it matter? Honestly. Whether he had a permit or he did not, do you think either way that would have stopped that man from doing what he did? That's what I mean by the powers that be are taking advantage of a tragedy. They're using this to attack their ideological and political enemy, Governor DeSantis. Instead of trying to bring the communities together, denouncing hate crimes as a whole, you use it to drive a wedge to increase your political standing and your power. There are laws that don't allow you to bring weapons on school campuses. We know how well that's played out. Because people keep mistakenly believing that the laws are going to stop this. I said it before when I talked about this. We are only addressing the symptom and not the problem. And the problem is the mental issue. There is something going on in America today that far too many people have far too little respect for human life. Others as well as their own. There is something happening that is pushing people past the breaking point and into extreme behavior. But the powers that be, they don't want to address it. 
You see, those that would keep us divided play by double standard rules. Within an hour of the shooting, they released his racist rantings and ravings. That happened because it helped perpetuate their narrative. It helped perpetuate their narrative of America being an overwhelmingly racist nation. They did that to perpetuate how evil the white man is and how subjugated the black people are. But when it does not fit their narrative, they swiftly and quietly flush things down the memory hole. Remember the transgender individual that shot up that Christian school? You ever wonder why we still have not heard about the manifesto that individual left behind? Because they admit there was one left behind, but it's too sensitive to to express what that person had to say. Politics. Please believe that if that trans shooter that shot up those children at a Christian school, if it was ideologically prudent for the left, they would have released that within an hour. They did not, which tells you how that writing must have leaned. The powers that be, and that definitely includes their mouthpiece known as the mainstream media, do not genuinely care about the minorities in this nation. They don't genuinely care about making things better. They don't genuinely care about healing. It's all about doing whatever they can, taking advantage of whatever situation that arises and using it to stay in power and keep those subjugated under them blinded and ignorant to what's really going on. I believe that men like this don't just pop up overnight. And from different reports that I've seen, things that I've heard, things that I've read, that I have not been able to independently, to my satisfaction, verify. They say that he had been ranting and spewing this kind of racial hate for a while now. And if the FBI, the Department of Justice, were not so busy doing everything else, I believe that this man would have been on their radar and they would have been able to stop him. Because that is part of the FBI's job. Identifying domestic terrorist threats, stopping them before they become something. Let's just say they'd rather investigate bullshit than the real threats. I mentioned previously that one of the problems with everything being racist is that when the real racist threat appears, it's going to be too late. That's what happened in Jacksonville. The powers that be and the mainstream media are so busy perpetuating every little thing as racism, which I call phantom racism, that when something legitimate popped up, it was just ignored. It is what I said it was before. It is the little boy that cried wolf. So often, my black people are told that this is racist and that is racist. So as a whole, my people, my culture bought into it. And anything that did not go their way that was done by anybody outside of the black race was considered racist. This is racist. That is racist. The whole time, people like that shooter were in the weeds waiting for their time to strike. And when he was in those weeds and he started making noises in those bushes, nobody even looked that way because we had just become so numb. And when I say we, I mean normal people the people that could have addressed this kind of threat. 
we had become so numb to everything being called racist that this man fell through the cracks. I want all my people, all my black people, every minority, and those white liberals that claim to be our friend, I want y'all to look at Saturday in Jacksonville. Look at those three people that died at the hands of a true racist and understand that that is what real racism looks like. Next. How many of y'all had heard about the 12-year-old middle schooler who was kicked out of class for having a Gadsden flag patch on his backpack? This was stunning to me. So let me give you a brief recap. A 12-year-old young man had patches on his backpack. One of those patches being the Gaston flag. Now, if you're like me, I had no idea what the hell a Gaston flag was. But the administrator said that the Gaston flag had origins with slavery and the slave trade. Now, when this article came across my computer screen, I, I instantly looked up what the hell the Gadsden flag was. What is this egregious thing that is linked to slavery and the slave trade? Well, lo and behold, to not my exact surprise. I am shocked. Shocked. Well, not that shocked. It has nothing to do with slavery or the slave trade. The Gadsden flag is a picture that we've all seen thousands of times. It is that image of the coiled up snake with the words, don't tread on me, right up under it. Now, all of us mature people, older adults, anybody over 40, you know, when they actually taught facts in schools instead of ideology and opinions, we know that flag to be related to the Revolutionary War when the colonies fought against the tyranny of England for its freedom. But you have an administrator putting out the propaganda, the bull, the false information of its roots and origins are in slavery and the slave trade. This bitch can't be serious. This is absolutely terrible, but not surprising because now people are going out of their way to rewrite history to add things into history that never were. Now, if you want to dig up new facts that can be proven, okay, cool. But just to throw this out there, because another white woman, I'm sorry to pick on white women, y'all. I'm Really, I don't want to. But y'all are just so crazy. Y'all have this save the black folks complex that's kind of frightening, to be honest with you. But I go on. So this young man was kicked out of class for three days and his mother came up to the school to talk to the administrator. And that's when they tried to sell her the sandwich of, oh, it's based in slavery and the slave trade. But the mother, mature adult, had to correct her. No, ma'am, this has everything to do with the American Revolution. She recorded this meeting with the administrator and sure as Oh, oops, our bad. Let's let her son back in school. I read from the New York Post. The Colorado middle schooler who was allegedly kicked out of class, and I hate that they weren't allegedly, he was kicked out of class for displaying several patches on his backpack 
including one of a Gadsden flag, is allowed to wear the symbol after his mother claimed his First Amendment rights were violated. The Vanguard School Board of Directors reversed the decision, allowing the boy to attend school with the Gadsden flag patch visible on his backpack. Quoting from the school board, apparently, the Vanguard School recognizes the historical significance of the Gadsden flag and its place in history, the district said in a statement. This incident is an occasion for us to reaffirm our deep commitment to a classical education in support of these American principles. It goes to what I said at the beginning. They're not teaching facts anymore. They're not teaching history. They're preaching ideology to hear with the facts. Schools now have become little more than indoctrination camps. The governor said, The Gasden flag is a proud symbol of the American Revolution and an iconic warning to Britain or any government not to violate the liberties of Americans. That's what the governor said. Now, to make themselves look good, the school said the patch in question was part of a half dozen other patches of semi-automatic weapons. The student has removed the semi-automatic patches. Do y'all believe that? I encourage you to go to the New York Post article and you can watch the video of the meeting between the parent and the administrator. Those patches were never mentioned. And as a matter of fact, if you see the patches on his backpack, you don't see any patches with semi-automatic weapons on them. Now, maybe he did take them down. But if that was the case, if it was the patches about the semi-automatic weapons, what would they have said? Exactly. It was all about the symbolism of America, which is really the root of where I want to go with this. What is it about America that triggers so many of these liberals? What is it about patriotism and this country that triggers so many people on the left. Do y'all remember that um, MSNBC contributor a ways back who saw American flags and was triggered by them? It was New York Times editorial board member Mara Gay who said, I was on Long Island this weekend uh, visiting a really dear friend and I was really disturbed. I saw, you know, dozens and dozens of pickup trucks with uh, you know, uh, explicatives against Joe Biden uh, on the back of them, yep. uh, Trump yep. flags, and some cases just dozens of American flags, which, you know, uh, is also just disturbing. It is obvious by rhetoric in the media that the goal is to disparage, discredit and dishearten this country from the inside. One of the beautiful things about living in America the country that they are so desperately trying to tear down is that we have freedoms. We have freedoms in this country that are not afforded to many other countries. And with that freedom is a freedom of choice. You see, there are bad actors, puppets that are doing their best to portray America to its citizens and to the world that this is a horrible, racist place to live. You have administrators kicking out 12-year-old kids for a revolutionary flag on his backpack. You have a New York Times editor saying that seeing dozens of American flags disturbed her. As I said, you have freedoms in this country and you are free to get the f out. Get the fuck out of here. No one is forcing you to live here. If you are so disturbed, by the patriotism that others display for this country 
instead of trying to get them to change their patriotism, you just get the f up and leave. So get your bags yeah. and get the hell on. There are other countries that will have you. As a matter of fact, America gives you two options. You can go north and take your ass to Canada. You can go south and take your ass to Mexico. If you got the money, you can fly to any country that you choose. If being here, if patriotism, if American pride disturbs you that much, get the out. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of here. Leave. I, I don't get that. If something disturbed me that much, I'm out. If a relationship disturbed me that much, I'm gone. No one is forcing you to be here. But therein lies the rub. Therein lies their hypocrisy, their double standard. Deep down inside, they know that there is not another country that will tolerate their level of like America. They know they couldn't go to a country like China and say the government. They know that for all the fear mongering they do about not feeling safe in America, they wouldn't take their ass to Colombia and live because they know the truth. Their job is to bullshit the ignorant. Their job is to guide the sheep off a cliff, but they know better. Look, I'm proud of that kid for standing up for his rights. I'm proud of that parent for standing up for her son. I'm proud of this country. It's not perfect, but I've been places and it's way better than a lot of other places that I've seen. Well, that's it. And thank you for listening to another episode of Free Mind Thinkers. In case you ever want to see the graphics and videos that go along with these wonderful podcast segments, don't hesitate to check us out on our visual platforms, YouTube, Rumble, Odyssey, and BitChute. You can find us there under the same name, Free Mind Thinkers. Check us out. Until the next time, take care of yourselves and dare to think differently.